0: Houston Dynamo, Portland Timbers, Sporting Kids Kansas, Kansas Los Angeles Galaxy, PitchPass. This is Alba. Toronto or Salt Lake. This is my Red white, Chicago Fire. This is my to you. Columbus crew. FC Dallas Red Bulls. Pitch Pass.
1: Your all access credentials to the people that matter in
0: MLS. Here's your host, Greg Roach. PitchPass.com. Just throw an at website right out there. Bam! Go there! Check out what's going on. Not only do we do podcasts now, we also have uh, blog posts and things. Uh, The latest one is from our good friend Sebastian Salazar at Comcast Sportsnet Houston, who covers the Dynamo. Very, very interesting post he has up there at PitchPass.com. But, yes, we also do podcasts as well. That's what you're listening to. We're recording this on Tuesday, and this is the, the bombshell day in U.S. men's national team. Uh, news because this was the day that Brian Strauss's article on sportingnews.com dropped about Jurgen Klinsman and everything going on supposedly behind the scenes. We're going to have Chris Pontius on a little bit later to talk about DC United and his national team hopes. But first, Fortuitously, we've set up an interview with one of the members of the U.S. men's national team. He's also a midfielder for Sporting Kansas City. Graham Zuzi joins us now from Denver. Graham, thanks for coming on Pitch Pass.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. I,
0: the, this is the second hotel room that I've called. The first was during preseason with Andy Grunebaum, And um, I got the same reaction from the front desk person, which is the... Could you repeat that last name, please?
1: <laughs> It's yeah. only
0: four little letters, but I guess it, it's, it trips people
1: up. Yeah, it's, I've gotten uh, you know, quite a few different pronunciations of that one.
0: Congratulations on your national team call-up. Thank you very much. Are we still at the point, like, is it like a birthday situation where now you just have to walk around saying thank you, thank you, thank you? Is it one of those things when you get called up? Are you overly congratulated for that?
1: Um, yeah, you certainly get the, the congratulations, but... Um... I'm uh, I'm still pretty you know thrilled to be, to be called up every time. It's not a it never gets old kind of thing for me. So um, you know each time I get called in, it's, it's it's pretty exciting. So it is like
0: a birthday situation where yes, you do have to say thank you a lot, but it's still at the end of the day it is your birthday and that's fun. Correct. So when I was looking up, I, I obviously you start with your research and you start with the Google, and the first picture that comes up is a is the shaved head Graham Susie.
1: Yeah, was, uh, it, it's strange because. It's been you know, a while I've, now, hasn't it? I've had, you know, I only had the shaved head for about four years of my life, and uh, all the other times <laughs> I, I had, you know, the the locks going. So it's kind of strange that the first one to pick the, to to show up is the shaved head one. So
0: let's talk nuts and bolts. How is the preparations coming for the next qualifier versus Costa Rica?
1: It's going well. Um, you know, we've gotten a few training sessions on the field now, and. Um, Really good to have you know all the guys in now and and, and get you know several sessions under our belts before um, this qualifier
0: do you guys and i know I know the answer is yes, but how much pressure are you guys feeling with these pivotal matches coming up, especially uh, against Costa Rica?
1: Well, we certainly know the importance of the matches and um, i don 't think. You know anything's changed from you know where we were in the beginning so um yeah we we've you know lost our first match but um uh you know the the importance of the matches don't go down or or up um in any way really it's uh it, it's the hex and we we know the importance of each and every game so we're going to go into this one and, and look at it as pretty much a must-win, and uh, you know, in the past with with qualifying, it's, it's proven to show that you know it's it's you can have some scares, but um, but it's it's not going to be determined in the first couple games. It, it it really takes you know all 10 games to to really know if you're going on to the next to the next round. So,
0: nothing you can do about the injuries but there is I guess the leadership void as well without Bocanegra who wasn't called in without Timmy Howard uh, without Landon who continues to be out um, who are you looking towards to say okay if, if this game needs to be taken by the horns either vocally or with their play on the field this is the person that I'm gonna be looking to from, for my to to follow into battle
1: so to speak yeah well there's, there's still a number of guys who have you know big game experience uh, on, the, on the team Team. And um, you know, you, you mentioned some of those guys who are out, but um, there's also guys who who are here now. Um, you know, Guzan has had some 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 big games under his belt. Um, you know, Michael Bradley in the middle for us is going to be a guy who who I, um, who I know will, will take that leadership role on um, head on and. Uh, you know, it can it can really be a number of guys, and um, hopefully we do it, you know, as a team and not just you know one or two people.
0: Do you feel you're in a situation yet where you can become more of a vocal leader, or do you need a few more caps under your belt?
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, I, I need to be more of a vocal leader. Um, you know, it's something that that Jurgen definitely stresses upon, and he wants us to take that back to our our clubs and and be. Um, you know more of that leader, and and, it, and vice versa. That I'll translate to to us being able to do it at this level as well.
0: Did you read the article today, Graham? I did. How much are we talking about it around the old locker room? Um. You know, I, Without getting into specifics, but sure. are we are we discussing it?
1: Um. It, you know, we, we just had lunch, and I think I read it just after lunch. So I haven't really been around many of the guys to this to to hear about it much. Um, so I, I I don't know. We haven't discussed it yet. Nope. <laughs> but you, <laughs> <answer your> question. <laughs> I, I'm going to put
0: a dot 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 on the end of that and say, but much like high school girls, we will gather up later on in our hotel rooms and gossip about it.
1: Uh, maybe. I mean, <laughs> To be honest, I, I I don't you know look too much into those kind of things, and um, you know it doesn't doesn't bother me much. You know that's that's his job, and um, certainly you know got a reaction out of uh, the Twitter world, I guess you could say. Was it as
0: as explosive to to say you or or people that you have talked to as it was to to the, the media and the people on Twitter?
1: No, I, I I don't think so at all. Because
0: close. because you don't buy too much into the article or because there wasn't a lot of bombshells that you saw in there?
1: Um probably a little bit of both, to be honest. It it's um for one, I I, I personally I don't look to what the media says with any <laughs> to say this nice uh, <laughs> with any clout, really, I, I, I just you know they they it's their job, and um, you know they they're not in inside the locker room like you said. it's it's, it's from the outside looking in, and, and um, uh, probably ninety nine percent of those people don't know what it what it takes on a daily basis, and. Um, you know, I think it's kind of easy to, to write from a perspective of the outside looking in
0: but you are one of the the younger guys, one of the newer guys um, you only played under Jurgen Klinsman, so in essence, probably you aren't the best person to to comment on oh, it wasn't like this before you 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 can 't really get into that because there was no before for you
1: correct yeah i mean i i I can't give you a you know before or after um, reference at all um, because you know this is all I know.
0: But, I will ask you, do you understand Klinsman's tactics in the matches that you've been involved in? Like, have they been clear to you, and, and do you know, walking out on the, on the pitch for matches uh, with the national team, what your, your directive is for that day?
1: Yes. Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, 100 no, percent, no question about it.
0: Last thing on this, did you go to the hockey game last night?
1: I did, yeah, how was it was a lot of fun, um you know to be able to to sit your rink side right in front of the glass, and that was an experience that i've or something I've never experienced before, and um, just a lot of fun it's 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 a lot different than seeing it on t v and um, you know, just a, a really a fun atmosphere. That's
0: weird, Graham, because the pictures that some of the guys sent out, it looked like you guys were up in nosebleeds. So, did you guys go up into cheap seats and go, "All right, let's make sure everybody thinks we're up here." Now that the picture's taken, <laughs> let's let's go uh, ringside.
1: Well, I, the the uh, the ABS gave, were, were nice enough to give us a couple suites up there. So, okay, so um, some that's... people
0: were some people were rolling up in the suites, and some people were like, "I got to get in the action."
1: Correct. And you yeah. were an action guy. Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, it's something that I think you, you should experience at a hockey game if you get a chance to, and um, I never had, so I, I figured I'd go down there and check it out.
0: So were the Germans there, Graham? They were. They yeah, were there? Of course. So uh, what about the clique where we don't hang out and we don't talk to each other and, and they, they keep their distance and you keep yours? You're all hanging out at a hockey game together?
1: Uh, that's, that's my <laughs> question. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I want to know as well. Let's talk a little
0: about Sporting Kansas City, not the start that you guys wanted to get off to, 1-1-1. Uh, one, one, and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, You're playing well, and I don't know if you take any solace in the fact of y- you're the player who is on the most fa- MLS fantasy squads uh, at this point in the season. So congratulations for that, Graham.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm not sure what I can do with that.
0: You, you appear on 39% of the rosters beating out Robbie Keene who comes in second. So you're you're actually more valuable than Robbie Keane, some would say.
1: Uh, in the fantasy world,
0: that is. <laughs> um, people have made a lot about the 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 difference between sporting this year and last year, and the thing that they the two things that they have pointed out are, have been obviously the players that are not with you right now, uh, Kamara and Espinoza being the two most obvious, but also the the high press system versus the possession game that you guys are supposedly playing this year. Is, is that is that really the case? Are you guys really making concerted efforts to play a different way this year?
1: Well, I think you know we have to uh like you said we we have a different personnel um, than we did last year and um you know where people like Kai Kamara um are are serious aerial threats and just uh you know physical specimen kind of guys you know i think we we kind of lack that this year and um you know the possession oriented play that you've seen um, so far this year, it has been necessary, and um, you know it, it's it's obviously very early on in the in the, in the year, and we're still it's definitely a work in progress. But we're we're fully invested into that that style, and we we think that it's definitely the best thing for our team with the personnel we have.
0: Did Peter have to come and say to the guys, we're going to play a little bit differently this year because of our personnel? Or is that something that you knew when things started to happen and, and Roger went to, to England and Kai went to England and you thought to yourself, oh, okay, well, we've got Benny now. We're going to have to play a little bit different way and i got to get myself ready for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it was something that's fairly obvious. Um, obviously, I think you, you need to reinforce that a little bit when you're in the locker room, but but um, you know, like you said, once once that personnel started changing, uh, um, you know, the the team changed as well. The dynamics.
0: How are Peter's yeah. halftime speeches? Because it seems as if you guys uh, for the first few matches have come out a little sluggish. At halftime, something gets charged in you, and I I think it's a Vermees pep talk. So what is he saying at halftime to to change things up and kind of jumpstart the team?
1: Um, You know, really nothing that he didn't say at the beginning of the game. I think. Uh, you know those the first two games that we were talking about where yeah. we we looked sluggish. Um, I think it was just a mentality thing on on our part and uh, something that that needed to change. Um, yeah, you know, I think in the second half we, you know, for for whatever reason, um, just ditched that tentativeness and um, and really got after the teams and um, yeah, you know, something we we've discussed. Uh, you know, after those those two games, it. You know, we can't wait to listen to the second half to to put teams under that kind of pressure, and um, to to try to do that from the first whistle on, um, because if we if we do it early on, it's just gonna get them, uh, you know, whether it's fatigued or or whatever early on, and um, you know, 90 minutes of that pressure, uh, I'm not sure who who will be able to handle it. So. Um, I think once we start you know, putting a full ninety minutes together, is, is when you're going to see uh, you know all the clicks come together and and all the pieces of the puzzle working out.
0: When do you think that will be, Graham?
1: Ah, I mean, hopefully sooner <laughs> than <through into> later.
0: <laughs> so I'm hoping that you won't go PC on me on this question, um, being that you are a little removed from the situation but still invested. What are your thoughts on Maryland moving to the Big Ten?
1: oh man
0: um just say you hate it go ahead it's fine i'm in dc i know what the people are saying
1: yeah i mean initially i i really didn't like it at all <laughs> um but you know there's uh, obviously there's underlying issues with the whole with the whole thing i think the you know the funding of of soccer mm-hmm. in the acc is a, is a big issue and um, I think we'll be able to get a little bit more money if we if we move to the Big Ten, but um, you know, based solely on the the rivalries and the and the tradition and and all that kind of stuff, it's it's tough. To, it's a tough one to see. And what do you what are your thoughts
0: as a as a just an alumni uh, of Maryland? Not thinking so much as how it affects the soccer program, but does it does it bother you that? Duke and Duke won't play with Maryland at Comcast Center anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's tough. Especially, well, I mean, I guess the good thing is in, is that we we beat Duke twice this year. Yes, you did. In, in the last <laughs> the last time we played, so um, you know we'll always have that room, but. <laughs> But, yeah, just like I said, just kind of seeing those traditions and, and the rivalries disappear um, like that, it, it, it's it's sad and it's tough to see.
0: Graham, I'm going to let you go. Um, thank you for your candidness. I appreciate it. You seem a little more reserved today than, than when we talked last time. So I, I feel like there's a serious Graham Zuzi just ready to bust out now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Good luck versus Costa Rica, my friend, and thank you for taking some time. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Scram
0: Zuzi of Sporting Kansas City, the U.S. men's national team. Yeah, seems like it's a little tense in Denver this week. As well it should be. So let's shift gears a little bit. Talk with a guy who a lot of people want to be in Denver this week, but he is not. He is preparing for D.C. United's next match versus Columbus Crew. He is midfielder Chris Pontius, and he joins Pitch Pass right now. Chris, no pressure or anything, but uh, you, got, you, got to, you got to bring the funny during, during this portion of Pitch Pass. Is
2: there anything else? I, I mean, I'm always funny, so I don't, I don't even need to try. I'll just sit here and just crack jokes all day.
0: Well, you know, I would have said the same thing about Zuzi, because I've talked to him three times, and every time I've talked to him, very funny, very personable. This time it was, well, you know, uh, obviously we got to do this, and we're going to have to go out. And, and There's some pressure going on in Denver right now, Chris.
2: There's some pressure. He might, you know, it was probably like a long day for him to well, give the guy some slack.
0: Well, let me, let me ask you the same question I asked him. Did you read the article from Brian Strauss from Storting News today? I didn't. You didn't? What have you been doing all day?
2: Uh, I told you I was coaching. I was coaching uh, the
0: youth. Coaching kids and I guess practicing yeah. practicing, and getting ready for your job, I guess. That's what you've been
2: doing? I mean, I was just like looking if I could see any, any little messages out there and, and I found some.
0: How dare you not be on Twitter 24-7, Chris?
2: No, what did I miss?
0: So there was a big article today that came out. By the time, by the time this podcast is posted, by the way, you will have already read it, and then now we're recapping it for people who have read it and you who have already read it. But um, okay. there uh-huh. was uh, Brian Strauss uh, had some 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 unnamed players, eleven, he said in total, plus other people surrounding the the national team setup, saying that uh, you know there were they were confused about. Uh, what their roles were in matches with Jurgen, and how before the match, they uh, Jurgen was more motivational uh, as far as, hey, go out there and express yourself rather than this is what we need to do. And this is where uh, Chris, your job is to make sure you shut this down and get forward here. So it was more like fluff rather than substance. And then when they went out there, they really had no clue about the, what their roles were.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, see, now, now, oh, you, you just Gram zoozied on me.
2: Uh, I mean, I see. I I haven't been in the national team enough to to comment on that.
0: I agree, Susie, but my you know? my question to and and I understand why Zuzi was the way he was because all this stuff broke today. He's a young guy trying to still make his way in the in the setup, and you know, here I am asking him about what's true and what's not true. But for someone like you who has been in the locker room and and has had a situation where maybe media uh, have inferred or even gotten things right on the nose about what problems are going on in the locker room, what what is that locker room atmosphere like when a story like that breaks?
2: Uh, to be honest, it can, it can be quite awkward, um, you know. But that I think you know Jurgen's main thing is to get everyone in, in order and, and in shape now because. We have some. They have some huge games coming up on on Friday, uh, and so I think he needs to get the guys on board. If I mean, uh, you know, I haven't heard too much of that. So, um, you know, hopefully the the guys can get on board with him, and and everything can turn around uh, on Friday. Um, but yeah, no, I've I've you know, not necessarily been a part of stuff where uh, things get awkward with the coach, but certain players, you know, are, are angry at other players, and comments are made uh and and it's not a good thing to have in the locker room so it's something that you need to get straightened out real quick as a team Benny makes it clear uh at the beginning of the year that you know he he won't throw any players under the bus um you know if if there's going to be a conversations that are going to be be had they're going they're going to happen in his <clears throat> in his office and and not in the media it's it's you know it's not something that most of the time the media need to know so um Benny makes that very clear uh In the thing, and you know I think benny 's been very respectful of players, and i don 't think you 've seen many players uh be disrespectful of Benny because he you know he demands that respect and, and not a lot of guys will have a lot of bad things to say about benny, so uh Benny makes it clear in, in the beginning of the season, and everyone knows that going into it that.
0: This is the way it is, and I think that's true for a majority of of sports teams, not just MLS or soccer teams. And I think that's why the news that there is that people are starting to chafe under the the Klinsman regime is kind of making it such an, such a big deal because you don't usually hear that coming out of locker rooms. When you're in a right. situation where and because one of the one of the points was this this isn't how it happened under Bob Bradley, and you've been through changes in coaches and. How hard is it when a new coach comes in and they do things that maybe aren't in your comfort zone? And, and how much how much do you put on yourself to go, listen, I I have to deal with this. And how much do you put on, well, this isn't the right way to do it? And when do you know when you've hit that line?
2: Well, for for me, with with the new coaches that, that have come in, I, I've always been a younger player. So... If if I had a problem with anything, I would maybe, you know, go to one of the older guys and, and see how they felt about it first. Uh, most of the time, as a younger player, it's it's not your position to go into the coach's locker room and, and demand changes. Uh, you know, that's for, for, for some of the older guys that have been around. It. And if they see the same problem or uh, situation building up, then, then they'll go have a talk with with the coach. So I've never really been, you know, put into that situation where I've, you know, had to have that conversation with a coach. Um, you know, there's certain things that, yeah, they're new to you at the time, but it's, every coach is going to have their preference uh, of how they run training or, you know, things are just different. Uh, and it's it's your job as a player to adapt or to go talk about, it, talk to them about it and, and get their opinion from it. Um, and so I, I think that's just the easiest way to handle it.
0: Okay, so save me all of the, I'm just working hard and I'm going to do the best I can with United and and the chips. Right. will fall with it. Save me all that. Did you get a call this week? from from Jurgen
2: Klinsmann? No, I'm on the I was on the standby list.
0: I know, but did you did you get a call? Because the other news which you may not know at this point was that um, they called in Brad Davis today because uh, apparently Breck has been limping around a little bit in Denver, so they wanted to get a little some 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 cover for him. Did you get a call this week?
2: No. I did not.
0: And I'm feel I'm feeling the disappointment coming through right here.
2: I mean it's disappointing, but uh, I'm still gonna be buying the guys uh, you know, hundred percent. So I mean the CUS, S I'll still be I'll still be one of their biggest fans on Friday. I'll tell you that much.
0: We talked to Dan Kennedy last week. By the way, you were supposed to be on last week. It turns out you you cancel or, or you postpone and I, I, I kinda said to Dan yeah, I told you this is you
2: know, <laughs> I, I cancelled on you. I know. This is this is what event, this and I was having dinner with, with uh you know, uh, 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 see this
0: this don't bring it up don't bring it up right now it stings what it's i was gonna gu- what i was gonna say is i t- i said to dan it would have been great to have an all gaucho episode of pitch pass but pontius couldn't make it for some reason and then i find out later you were doing like fundraising and stuff and now i feel like an ass <laughs> it wasn't fun
2: well first of all don't ask me the morning of. Uh, you, someone else dropped out, okay? So someone else dropped out, and I was your backup. Yes. Well, listen, that's
0: beside the point.
2: The point uh-huh. is, the See? point,
0: the point I'm is, I do all, all of the, all, all of your philanthropic ways are pre- are preventing you from from being my standby guest on Pitch Pass.
2: No, I got the sympathy invite. I don't like sympathy <laughs> invites
0: well i bring it up now because I talked to Dan about you know his situation right now with the national team and and you know he he's kind of feels like and I don't want to put words in his mouth or your mouth but he's kind of curious as to what is going on and what he needs to do to make the next step i it's kind of like you're at the point now where you're thinking to yourself if I'm healthy I'm expecting a call I'm expecting a call correct
2: well i mean I- i i would like to uh i've just had i've had terrible timing with injuries um and and to be honest this year i i need to be playing better uh these i mean these first three games i i, I could be playing a lot better and, and i know that myself so um mainly i've just had terrible timing with injuries
0: your groin yeah who who is more frustrated with your balky groin is it you is it united? Is it the uh, national me, team or is it your girlfriend? It's- who who is more who's more <laughs> frustrated by this bad groin of yours? Uh trust me, it's me. Okay, De- it's, def- me. it's definitely you. No, one hundred percent. Okay, so the lady the lady's like, hey, do what you gotta do. I realize you've got a bad groin. We can just watch TV tonight. It's fine. <laughs>
2: I just, uh, I'm like, can I, can you just go make me some dinner, please? <laughs> I can't move. Me feel better I can't move right I now. I <laughs> huh?
0: So it's definitely you over all of the other three people that I mentioned.
2: Yes, yes. But it's getting better. It's getting better every day. And, and, and I'm able to play in games, which is, is the main thing for me.
0: Which leads me to believe that you can't practice fully yet. Is that true?
2: Uh, I haven't taken a practice off in a long time. So okay, uh, so you're out there. a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm out there. I'm out there next and every day.
0: And what do you what do you what percent would you put your groin or your your injuries right now?
2: Um uh, I I would say I'm I'm pretty close to 100%. I just with my groin it, it can nag me at times, uh, but it's not stopping me from doing anything. So, I would say I'm 95% because I do feel it uh during certain plays and and it just it's it, I would say more than anything it's you know it's one of those mental things where you know it's there yeah. um, and you and you question yourself like you know I question myself sometimes when I'm shooting very hard because I know that's how it, how I pulled it So you're not And th- so it's it's more like a fear thing if anything
0: It's not it's not a natural you said it. You're not thinking, it's not like something where it's, I'm doing this and whatever. It's, I'm going to do this, yeah. but wait a second. Is he going to tug or is it going to pull? Or right. gonna, so that's it's, where you're at. It's,
2: it is a tiny bit in the back of my mind. And I, and I had to get over that with my broken leg as well. Um, and to be honest, the, the biggest thing uh, I think, you know, if, if I go out there and score a couple goals, I think it'll be in the back of my mind. It's just, it's one of those, you know, I wouldn't, not confidence, but it, it is there. It, mentally, it is in the back of your mind at times.
0: You brought it up, and and so I'll I'll ask you a follow up on it, and that is your form through the first three matches. I don't want to say you've sucked because you definitely haven't sucked. It's just we haven't seen any of those moments where we go, oh man, he's taken the game by the scruff of the neck. Uh, where yeah. would you where would you assess your play right about now?
2: Um, you know, I, like like uh, I don't think I've been terrible, but I, I I haven't seen enough of the ball. I haven't gotten on the ball enough. I haven't made an impact in the game that I, that I want to make. Um, you know, and, and that's my main thing. I need to find the ball more. So um, well, what I think you- if I can do that, I'll, I'll get much more into a rhythm. I can get the team into a rhythm. Um, and and I think that's with a number of the guys on the team. I think we all need to be a little bit more confident on the ball, get get each other on the ball, and be able to to possess and, and, and make the other team chase. We were chasing in New York the whole game, and so we were tired when we got on the ball and we made stupid mistakes on the ball.
0: What do you attribute uh, your your lack of of seeing more of the ball to? Is it the the kind of empty bucket thing uh, formation that that Ben seems to favor? Is it you've switched positions uh, through a lot for the first three matches, or is it been the lack of D row, or is it just been kind of you not being aggressive enough and, and and seeking the ball?
2: I think it could uh, it could be me not being aggressive. Enough. I definitely need to be more aggressive and go go find the ball more. Um, you know, obviously having Dero in there will will only help help, help me because you know, Dero's a, a fantastic player, and if anything, he draws numbers into him. So the more numbers he draws into him, the freer I'll be as a player. But I think as a team overall, we we have made terrible decisions on the ball. Um, you know, we're, we're we're a team that's not playing with a whole lot of confidence right now. When when I don't. I think we you know, we need to trust our skills. Uh, we need to get on the ball more. We need to put ourselves in tough situations and, and be able to get out of those and, and not play kickball as much.
0: I've loved what I've seen from, from Perry Kitchen as far as his willingness to get forward and his willingness to get involved in attack so far. And that's got to be something yeah. that's going to be helpful for you down the road.
2: Yeah, 100%. I think Perry... Over, over the past year and a half, Perry's grown immensely, uh, and you can see it. And, and he's getting on the ball. His confidence has is, is skyrocketed. Uh, Perry's a very good player, um, and and someone that's you know with with his age, you know the sky's the limit for the kid. So uh, it's been nice to see him grow over the, the past couple of years. And and I always knew he had it in him. Um, it just took him him learning the game a bit more. Um, and Perry's a kid that's like willing to learn. He puts in the, puts in the work you know, on and off the field. So, uh, like, I would definitely be watching out for him, you know, in the national team scene in the next couple of years.
0: Now, having said that, though, and putting aside a couple of other bright spots, Bill Hamid being a, a huge other example. Right. Even though, look you went to Houston, you didn't get anything, you would have probably liked the point, but it's not crazy to say you go down to Houston, come back with nothing. You got your three points at home versus a good Real Salt Lake team, and you got your point on the road against New York Red Bulls. So I don't think you can be unhappy with how the season has started other than the fact of the team kind of has... Last year, it was a non-sexy football situation or non-sexy soccer situation. This year has just been like a downright fugly
1: situation.
0: So how... What do you guys? What do you guys do when that kind of thing happens? And what do you? What's the plan to turn it around?
2: Well, the the, the plan to turn it around is, you know, we, we need to get on the same page. We need to get in a rhythm as a team. We we have not gotten into a rhythm. I can think of you know a couple times where five ten minutes we were you know moving the ball side to side. It's this all strictly comes from possession. We haven't had a lot of chances because the only times we're breaking out and we're getting chances is, is on counterattacks. We can't keep on relying on that. Because, you know, even though we can't hurt you, we're going to be tired by the end of the game. We're we're going to run ourselves into the ground. Um, so I, I think th- the best thing for, for me, you know, after that New York game, it felt like a loss to me because we, we didn't play well. I don't know how we escaped. I mean, I know how we escaped. You know, our defense was pretty good, and, and Bill made some phenomenal saves. I know how we escaped with a point, but, but realistically we shouldn't have. And, uh, you know, I, I think that the whole team felt like that. So it was nice to see that. You know, we got a point, but we're still all disappointed in how we played. So there's been, you know, in practice this week, I can see, like, the guy's hungry to to go out there and take a game and take the game over and actually make the other team chase. Um, And I think that strictly comes with possession. It'll be nice to be home because we always seem to play a bit more confident at home, and I think every team is like that. But it'll be nice to be home on Saturday, and hopefully we can get on the ball a bit more.
0: You play whoever is on the schedule, but what were your big picture thoughts on the rivalry week thing that MLS set up? I, I thought it was really exciting. It might have been a little too early in the season, but it was definitely kind of uh, it was it got a little interest going and the juice is flowing for MLS fans.
2: Yeah, it was definitely exciting. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I watched a few of the games. Then you know, it would have been nice to see a bit more goals, but uh, you know, generally you, you got some good games, um, and I, I don't mind the concept at all. Uh, I think you know the fans you know rallied around it, and uh you know I thought it was pretty good overall.
0: do you think if it happened maybe even a month later uh giving teams a couple more matches to get gelled, that there would be more uh end in action more goals
2: oh one hundred percent yeah, i do, I do because yeah, uh, look at just look at our offense we 're just not clicking right now but but in a month's time, uh you know hopefully we 're clicking and we 're putting a couple goals in the game uh. I just, I just see that happening for us. Uh, You know, it happened last year. I think we only scored one goal in the first three games last year, and then we had a breakout game in the fourth. So hopefully, that can happen this weekend for us.
0: Two years ago, I saw you at a Weezer concert with Dax McCarty, and then he gets traded. Last year, I saw you at a Foo Fighters concert with Clyde Sims, and then Uh he gets traded, for all intents and purposes.
2: being a good friend to me on this team, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's a bad curse. You probably shouldn't hang out with
0: me this year. Without Clyde, without Dax, uh, I, I guess the first question is who is your who's your concert buddy on the team this year? Because and then the follow up, which you know is coming, uh, you, you send me a text going, "Hey, uh, you, you get any line on the Maroon Five tickets?" So what is what is Dax and Clyde if they were still here? What would they be saying if if, if you go on, hey guys I, I can't hang out like
2: I got Maroon Five I tickets. Promise I promise I won't take a teammate to that Maroon Five
0: concert. Okay, because I didn't know who you were asking for, so I'm like oh okay maybe one of the guys on the team's a big Maroon Five fan and and Pontius wants to go with them.
2: I'm actually trying to fly Kate Beck and fill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, who who is your concert buddy right now?
2: I have a few of them on the team. I hang well my roommates down now so I hang out with him a lot. Uh, I hang out with Brandon Ball. I hang out with Ethan White a lot. Um, I have a few the guys, that those are, are probably the guys that I hang around the most with. Um, and uh you know, generally our, our locker room is pretty close knit. But you know, some of the older guys have have some families and, and have kids that they have to go home to and, and can't come over and, and hang out with me and play video games, so I understand that. Chris, but,
0: you uh, are you are on the path to the marriage and the kids as well, my friends. Relax. relax. You're, a- you're asking for Maroon 5 tickets.
2: You've made a change in life. Let's not... Let's so not. So that, so, that, so that means the ring has to come out right after the Maroon 5 concert. Right?
0: All I'm saying is you've made a step in a different direction when you say, ah, I think I'm going to go to the Maroon 5 show tonight. That's where I'm going to be. No,
2: I, I just... I... I don't, I like Maroon 5. There's nothing I wrong with by myself. There's,
0: uh, oh, hang on. I'm sorry. We, I would
2: even hang out with you.
0: Will, you. will you repeat that statement about going to a Maroon 5 show?
2: Would I what?
0: You said, I would go by myself. Did I quote you correctly you know, there?
2: I wouldn't go by myself because I, I don't like going places by myself, but I would hang out with you at a Maroon 5 concert.
0: So if you and I were, go- were going to a show together and I said, you said, hey, Greg, what, do, what are we up to tonight? And I said, I'm on a Maroon 5 show. You go, Roach, I'm in with you, buddy.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd give you the sympathy hangout, yes.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, who are you really going with?
2: I haven't decided yet. Oh, come on! <laughs> I have not decided yet. I'm having, I'm having tryouts for the tickets, actually.
0: You don't, you don't get Maroon 5 tickets and don't think to yourself, I have to, I'm going. Not even, I have to go with a girl. That's, that's what has to go through your mind.
2: That, that's the last thing that goes through
0: my mind. Really? Yes. See, I thought the whole time you were saying you wanted to go to Maroon 5 because your girl was saying she wants to go to Maroon 5. Are you kind of saying now, I want probably- to go to Maroon 5 because I want to go to Maroon 5? She probably does want to go to Maroon Five, but but she has to be a part
2: of the tryouts and she has to win.
0: She's your you in this situation are like Jurgen Klinsmann. You want to see the effort from her every day in practice. I do, and at the and only at the last moment will you reveal the starting lineup of who you will take to Maroon Five.
2: Exactly, <laughs> spot on. What can you do for me for these six? T- exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So get get a training session in here or there, and let me see what you got. <laughs>
0: Chris, thank you, man. I appreciate it. And thank you for uh, kind of giving us a little insight as to what goes on in locker rooms when, when big media stories like this hit. I think uh, I think that was really insightful, and I thank you for it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I, was great. So we'll t- I guess we'll talk later then. Sounds good. At the, Mar- good. At the Maroon 5 show, perhaps? If you- are you going to be there? Well, I might go down there. If I know you're going to be there, I might run into you. Well, I
2: might of on down there. <laughs>
0: For show information, go to pitchpass.com.